0: Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. So I want to talk to you guys about my coworkers. Yep, I miss them. They went back to school. <laughs> oh my goodness, when I tell you um kids started back to school on Tuesday and when I say like I was like a little lost puppy just waiting for master to come back home uh that was me I was sitting in my office because I'm still currently working remotely um I actually returned back to the office next week but um I was sitting in my home office and I was just like oh my gosh it is too quiet in here like I miss Skylin and AJ you know, I'm used to hearing AJ upstairs playing Fortnite, talking to one of his friends. I mean, and he is super loud. I'm constantly like, can you please turn the sound down? Can you please use your inside voices? None of that. I'm used to seeing Skylyn sitting on the couch on her laptop, uh, you know, while I'm working. And it was just, it was so lonely in the house not having them here. I was just like, man, I mean, of course, you know, you love your kids and you miss them. But... They do, let's be honest, you know, they get on your nerves, all right? Especially when they are arguing and bickering with each other. I mean, Scotland and AJ have such a love-hate relationship. Like, they love on each other, love to be around each other, but AJ loves aggravating his sister, and his sister, she is going through, you know, the uh, puberty and dealing with emotions and hormones and all that stuff that there's just times where she be kicking the child. no reason because he's singing a song and she don't want him to sing it and it's just like oh my gosh but just the past couple of days of them not being here and it just being me in the house I'm like man I miss that and it's interesting like you know there's that saying that you don't miss a good thing until it's gone like I think those are true words because we really take those little things for granted in life. We take the the little things that we see or constantly have daily or even those little things that happen a lot and they get on our nerves. It's just like when that thing isn't there anymore, you're like, oh, man, like, for example, and he knows this about himself, so I can share it. But Anthony is a stalker. OK, I mean, like legit stalker. He stalks his family. He stalks me. His he stalks his children, um, and I laugh about it. But there's times where I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, this is like uh, zealous. This is too much." Um, he he calls me at least at a minimum ten times a day, and I mean, when I'm not as busy, it's like okay. But um, right now it is peak season for me at work. So I am constantly in student appointments or on Zoom calls and he'll call. And a lot of times I have to like send the message with a student or I got to call you back. But when there's a day where he's busy at work and he's not able to call me as much, I miss the calls. It's just like he hasn't called me. He must be busy today. You know, it's just like you, you take those little things for granted, but when they're not there, it's like, man, you miss it. And it makes you realize how much you appreciate it, the very thing that was getting on your nerves or the very thing that was aggravating you or that you found as an issue. When it's not there, you start to miss it. And so it's just made me reflect and just think about you know, how we have a tendency to murmur, grumble, and complain about stuff. And it's just like, but why? Why is that bothering you? Why are you murmuring about it? You know, or and I'm, and I'm no psychologist, right? Um, so I can't really say or give you like this, uh, theological or educational, uh, <laughs> example or not even example, but explanation. For it all other than just my own personal experience, which is I just feel like a lot of times that we go through life so and it's kind of selfish or conceited so full of ourselves or just so over involved about how we feel and how things affect us. That we don't really take into consideration those little things to to be pleasurable, you know, to find joy in that moment. Um, And I've shared with you guys on the podcast before in regards to, you know, me being more present and in the moment and just really working on that uh, because I, you know, I am Martha. I have Martha tendencies. I I have that to do list. I have my routines and but I get so focused and I get so, so over involved in what it is that Hannah needs to do or the agenda that Hannah had laid out. And over the past year, I've really been working on, you know, being more like Mary, being more present and in the moment, being more, you know, um, willing to step away from the to-do list, step away from the task and really just like focus on not not even necessarily being spontaneous, but just focus on the moment. And so because that's been something that I've really been working on and I haven't aced it or gotten to expert level yet like I'm it is still a work in progress I am yet under construction but as I'm working on that I'm just realizing more and more how you know it's those little things in life that we overlook because we look at them as being um I can't even think of the word right now, but we just look at it as being unnecessary. You know, like, for example, hustle culture, right? Hustle culture teaches or goes by the philosophy that you got to, you know, it's it's hustle over over sleep or, you know, like it's okay to lose lose out on your sleep or you shouldn't um, take time to just sit around being idle. You should always be doing stuff And that's not necessarily true because, first of all, sleep is necessary. Rest is important. Rest is essential. And you should be getting rest. Your body needs it. Uh, You can make yourself sick if you don't get it. But on top of that, when you're so busy grinding and hustling, you miss out on everything else. Uh, For example, I, I really I love watching movies with the kids because I feel like I always find like some type of spiritual underlining or biblical principle uh in the movie and we just finished watching a movie with the kids I think it's called oh goodness it's something dragon I can't remember oh my gosh but it's on Netflix and I hope I can remember it before this podcast is over so that you guys can go and watch it with your kids too if you haven't yet but um in this movie uh, and I don't want to spoil it, but it, it was just very profound to me. But in this movie, there was a father who worked really, really hard. And he worked so much that he wasn't really there for his daughter. Like his daughter, he was able to get this big house for her. They had a lot of money and everything. But the the daughter was growing up without her father. And she really loved him. And she just wanted him to be there. Like even for her birthday, the way that he showed up for her was virtually like it was a face FaceTime call that um, he was able to talk to her. And then the birthday gift that he gave her, he didn't even realize that he had gave her the same thing the year before, which was a beautiful, you know, necklace that was very rare, like the stone that was in it was rare. And so he was like, you know, you deserve this. But then he realized as he was looking at her that she was wearing the one that he gave her before. So he was just so consumed with being busy or not being busy, but so consumed with trying to make a living that he forgot how to just live. And towards the end of the story, something tragic happened. And, you know, there was a loss and again, I'm not trying to tell you guys the movie just in case you want to see it, but I don't even remember it to tell you for you to go find it uh, anyway. But what I got out of it was is that he was working so hard to make this life for his daughter. And then in the end, it didn't even matter because she said to him, she was like, I just wanted you like I didn't need all this other stuff. Um, they they actually. You know, we're living in this more provished area or not as well off area. I wouldn't even say it, that it was like a poverty or anything like that. It just wasn't as well off as where he was able to move her to. And um, she ended up going back there and had so much fun. And she was like, don't you miss it? Don't you miss when we were there and, you know, the community and all this other stuff? She was just like, I didn't even need all of this. And all this time he felt that that's what she needed or that's what he needed to provide for her. And she was like, I was happy with where we are. I was happy with just being with you. And then here it is. Now we don't have this anymore. And this whole tragic event happened. And so I was just thinking about it. I was I was watching it with the kids and I was just like, man, you know, how many people do we know that that are like that? Or how many of us can actually relate and say that we are like that, that we focus so much on the getting, getting, getting and and making a life that we don't actually live the life that we have? You know, there's this. Um, song or or this lyric in this song that it says that yeah YOLO you only live once but you only die once too and so the thing is is that we go by this model of oh you only live once so you're trying to live life to the fullest and you're trying to do the best that you can you know in this life but it's like when it's all over and said and done what's the legacy you're leaving behind you know what what is it that you are really leaving to for the, the name that you're leaving, not necessarily for yourself, but what are people gonna say about you? Are they going to say that, you know, you were just always on this hustle and this grinding? you never enjoyed life? Like, once the life is over, you know, you only die once. <laughs> once it's over, there is no redo. There is no, oh, I still have time. Like, we say that a lot and, you know, here I am. I always say that I'm gonna speak for myself. I can't speak for us. But I, you know... I try not to say that all the time in regards to that, you know, I have time because I don't. I, I don't know how much time I have. You know, I've I've had situations happen to me where I've lost people who were really close to me. And I was like, dang, man, I wish that I had more time. I wish that I would have done things differently. And and then you find yourself living in regret and it's just like. No, don't live in in the regret of it all. You have the time that you have right now. Make the most of the time right now. Don't put off for tomorrow what you can do today. Like, I know that there are times that I've 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 even said this to to my friends. I'm like, if I don't make the phone call when the person crosses my mind, I'll forget about it and then you know weeks will go by and i'll be like oh man i was supposed to call so and so and then when i finally call them i find out that they were going through something or that something happened and it's just like that was the holy spirit telling you to call that person but because you were so busy and so caught up in what you were doing that you didn't stop in that moment to call them you know and so i i was just like i'm coming back to this this place of just Hannah, you really need to not just say about being in the moment, but really enjoying the moments as they happen, really embracing them, trying to find joy and gratitude and appreciation for stuff rather than complaining about it. And that's difficult. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. It's difficult because there's a lot of things that that bother me. And I have to stop and ask myself, why does it bother me? Um, and I, I, pr- I probably feel like that would be I don't know if that's a conversation for this episode or if that's a whole nother conversation in and of itself. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, Anthony and I recently had a conversation about some of my pet peeves <laughs> and I feel like I should do an episode on pet peeves, but. Maybe now's the time to talk about it. But we had a a very uh, in-depth conversation the other day on our way coming back from the gym where I just kind of randomly asked him, you know, um, why don't you always, you know, like say excuse me when you belch? And I was really trying to understand it because for me, I've gotten into a habit of that every time that, that I belch that I always say it even when it's just me in the room. And you guys may say like, Hannah, that's weird. Come on, you say excuse me when it's just you. But I do. And so then Anthony was like, well, if you say it, if it's become a habit and you say it even when when you're by yourself, then he was like, then what's the intention behind it? And I said, well, for me personally, I say excuse me because I'm being courteous to the person that I'm around, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's a belch or I pass gas or anything, I'm saying it to as a courtesy, like, hey, you know, it's kind of rude. Uh, I'm acknowledging you that you heard it to Excuse me. I'm sorry. You know, we all do it. It's nothing for you to feel embarrassed or sorry about. But to me, it's just a courtesy. And I guess for me to always be mindful that I do it, I do do it all the time. And so now it's just become a habit or it's just become something natural that I do. So even when I'm by myself, I do it. So we were having this conversation because um, he doesn't necessarily always do it when he's around me. And so he was saying how, you know, he is, he's comfortable with me. He's like, you're my wife, I'm comfortable with you. Like, I don't feel like I should always have to say it. And so it helped me understand things from his perspective and, and where he was coming from that he doesn't do it and, and not that I ever thought he did it intentionally, um, but I, I know that he doesn't do it intentionally. And I know that it's because he feels comfortable with me, which you should feel comfortable with your spouse. I mean, if there's anybody in the world other than God that you are comfortable with, um, it should be your spouse. And so it, it helped me understand his perspective. But I was also trying to get him to understand my perspective as well and how I view it. I'm like, you know. It's one thing to, to feel so comfortable around me that you don't feel like you necessarily have to do it. And that's great because I want you to be, be comfortable. I don't want you to be uncomfortable with me. But at the same time for me, sometimes it feels like I'm disregarded. Like I'm not worth an excuse me because it's, you're, it's not you extending courtesy to me as well. But you would extend that, in, that courtesy around other people who are not me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get it, you don't consider me other people, but at the same time, I also feel kind of disregarded that other people get that respect or get that courtesy from you, you know? I don't know, can you guys understand? Can you relate to what I'm saying? So we were having this conversation about it, um, just trying to kind of pull back the layers and really understand each other and where we're coming from, because I don't, want to come off as, you know, just this, oh, uppity type person, like I don't, like I do belch, I do pass gas, you know what I'm saying, or I'm not saying that it it bothers me, but to have somebody around me do it and not say excuse me, it, it does bother me, it's kind of a pet peeve of mine, and it gets under my skin, and so it's one of those things where I'm looking at that like well why does that bother you so much? You know, why does it matter? Because I feel like it's those little things that we call pet peeves or those little things that irritate us or get on our nerves that we allow to be joy stealers. And and first of all, it it can't I can't even call it a joy stealer because it's nothing really steals our joy, we give our joy away. You know, the Bible says that, you know, Peace. He well, God says in the Bible that peace he left with us, he gave it to us, you know, and so it's already given to us. It's ours. And something that was given to us can't just be taken away. We have to like allow it to be taken away from us. And so it's just like when you have these little things that bother you you're allowing those little things to take your joy away. You're allowing those little things to consume you so much. And so that that's one of the things that I've been reflecting on and I've just been like, man, so like going back to the beginning of, of what I was talking about, how I missed the kids, you know, throughout the day when we were here, cause we've spent over a year together in this house. I mean, the kids and I have been locked up. Anthony has still been going in and out of work. He's, he's here at least twice. Um, two days he's off a week where he would be in the house too but for the most part it's just been the kids and I and it's been us in this house since March 2020 up until now you know August of 2021 so it has been more than a year that we have been sharing this same space with each other waking up together going to sleep together like just in the house and so throughout this entire time there were times where the kids and I oh my gosh we went at it with each other I was like what is wrong with y'all like I wasn't like yelling at them there were times where I did lose my temper a little bit and I had to ask the Holy Spirit hey help me manage my emotions help me calm down not to fuss at them but there were just little things that they would do like you know they would have their lunch and they wouldn't put their their plate away or they wouldn't clean up their mess or the fact that you know they know that I would be in Zoom sessions, but they would have the TV loud. I'm like, can you turn that down? Or I would be in a Zoom session and they would just walk in the office to ask me a question. And I'm just like, dude, you know, or when it was during school time and we were all in the office together and we're trying to work. And, you know, AJ would get finished with his work. So he start talking to Skylin and distracting her and she's trying to do her like it was a whole thing. OK. And so. Throughout this entire time, those little moments, I allowed to get to me. Those little moments, I, I was just like, I would get frustrated, and I was just like, oh, my goodness, like, how are we going to make it through? But we did, and now that they have returned back to in-person learning, and I spend, you know, I'm, I will be still working remotely at least two days out of the week, but on those days where I will be home, I've gotten a taste of it with this week with them going back to school. It's just so quiet and I'm like, oh man, I, I miss it Those things that I used to let bother me that I allowed to bother me that I allowed to, to to my for my joy to just be given away because I got frustrated with those things I'm missing those things now and it's just like why wait till it's gone to miss it or to appreciate what you had Why not try to find how you can appreciate those tough moments? In the moment, you know, what I'm saying like, you know, I know you're probably asking, well, Hannah, how can you appreciate when your kids are arguing with each other? Well, I guess I could have looked at it differently to say that, you know, hey, this is a teachable moment. This is a learning moment for me to teach them how to work things out together, for me to talk to Skyline and let her know like, hey, and I do talk to her about stuff like this and say, first of all, you should use your brother as practice ground because you're going to come across people in life who are not going to do things that you want them to do. Or you're going to come across people in life who are going to do things that annoy you. You can't just hit them to get them to stop like you will get in trouble. I said, you have to learn how to manage yourself. And I find a lot of the times the things that I am teaching her, trying to help her with, with managing her emotions, I can hear the Holy Spirit say to me, oh, you need to take a piece of your own advice. You know, like I honestly feel that my children are, are like my little reminders or reflections on what I need to do for me. Like when I'm talking to Skyline, I really feel like I'm talking to my younger self and saying like, hey, this is something that, that you're still working on or something that you definitely need to train her up in now so that she doesn't struggle with it later like you had to, you know? And so that's why I'm saying like those moments, instead of getting frustrating, uh, frustrated with them, in those moments, I should look for an opportunity To learn and to grow and to appreciate the growth, appreciate the opportunity of what it is versus waiting till it's gone and I can't, I don't have it anymore. And so now it's like, oh man, that was, it was really nice when I had that. I wish I could get that back. Now you find yourself in regret and it's just like, you don't have to be, you don't have to be in regret. You don't have to be miserable you know, you don't have to live life just allowing every little thing to bother you. I mean, yeah, you got pet peeves. OK, but find out why is that a pet peeve? Like, that's what I'm, I'm really trying to do. Like right now, I'm trying to understand why the certain things bother me. Why do I let it get to me to the point where it's just frustrating? And I'm like, I have to walk away from a situation because I've gotten that frustrated with it. Like, why do I allow those things to have so much power? You know, it doesn't have to have power over me. I can have power over it, you know. And so it's just this this past week, I've had an opportunity to just think about that more because I've it's been quiet. (laughs) So, I mean, I've been busy, but at the same time, it's like silence is noisy to me because it's like when there's nothing else going on in the background, nothing else happening. It's just like, oh, wow, this is super loud and because it's been so super loud, I'm like, man, I I really miss the kids. And it's interesting because, you know, kids can get loud and kids can run up and do stuff. And and even that can irritate you at times. But then once that's gone, it's like, man, I miss that. Like, I would love to ask an empty nester. I and mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure eventually you get used to the silence. But in the beginning of becoming an empty nester and your kids are out of the house, isn't that hard to readjust? You've been waiting all this time. Oh, I can't wait till them kids are grown and they move out and go off to college or get their own house. Now they're gone and it's just you and your spouse and y'all just looking at each other like we need some more kids. You know what I'm saying? Like you miss that. And, you know, or I've heard people say that they miss it. I'm not there. I still got a long way to go, but I don't want to wait till my kids move out to miss and appreciate them. I want to appreciate them now because the, the days are long, but the years are short. I mean, Skyland is about to be 11 this November. I'm like, my goodness, where has the time gone before you know it? She's going to be a teenager. You know, um, she's a fifth grader this year in elementary school. I'm about to have a middle schooler next year. Like, Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm going to have a middle schooler like what me, you know, and AJ, he is nine. I'm just like, I still remember my little chunky baby that I was holding in my arms. And and now he's, you know, this big little man that has this great personality and just has these conversations with me. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, are you really just nine years old? <laughs> you know, and it's just like you have to appreciate those things. And I I've shared with you guys before about how I uh, I felt like I allowed myself to miss out on the first 10 years. And and when I say the first 10 years, I'm talking about the, the 10 years that we were in the old house, you know, um before moving to where we are now. And I I really allowed myself to miss out on a lot of the memories that were being made there because I was just so focused on my to do list. I was so focused on, you know, the agenda. I was so focused on uh, the things that bothered me and and didn't really allow myself to be in the moment. And um, today, Anthony and I, we were going on a walk and we, you know, started talking about his dad a little bit. And if there's any person that I know that was a live in the moment type of person, it was Papa Jenkins. And I remember in my post um, the night that he passed, I said that I was going to make sure that I started living my life the way that he did, just being in the moment. Now, I'm not like Papa Jenkins by far. in regards to living in the moment because that was 100% the way that he lived his life Um, but I'm trying I really am and I I want to do it not just for him but for myself and for my family you know but I, I really admire the spirit that he had and that he you know he possessed. And I remember again, I remember there were times that I would get frustrated with him, (laughs) Uh, but I could laugh about it now. Um, but I, I remember getting frustrated, especially like this one Christmas, uh, where he decided that he wanted everybody to just, you know, search for their gifts. Now me, I organize the gifts. I I have a pile of all of Anthony's, all of Skylin's, all of AJ's, all of mine. So that you know where your gifts are, and you can open it. And this particular year, everybody was at our house. It was, you know, Mom and Papa Jenkins, my Mama and Daddy was there, the kids were there, uh, Josh and Pooh, Anthony's uh, brother and sister-in-law was um, was at the house, and then we had um, a couple of our friends over. So there were plenty of gifts underneath the tree. And so Little Miss Organized Hannah, Little Miss Martha over here was like, "Okay, I'm going to go ahead and separate all the gifts. And Papa Jim was like, no, 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 don't do that. Let's just, you know, pull them out, pull them out. And I was like, bruh, you realize how long we finna be here? Like folks want to open up their gifts and go eat (laughs) eat Christmas dinner. Like what? Oh, my goodness. When I tell you I was so hot with my father in love that day. I was just like, why? Why do we have to do it this way? Why Why can't you? <sighs> but when I think back on it now, I can laugh. And I just wish that in that moment, I would have been like, you know what? Okay, cool. Whatever. Let's just be in a moment. However long it takes, we're all together. We're giving gifts. Everybody's happy. Everybody's married. But that wasn't my attitude that day. That day, I was... I was hot with him. I was mad. (laughs) I mean, I eventually got over it. But in that, however long it took me to get over it, I was upset. But today, when I look back on it, it's just like that was another moment. That was another moment that you could have just embraced, been in full gratitude and appreciation of what the moment represented rather than L- allowing the fact that somebody wanted to do something different than the way you wanted it to be to get to you. And so that's that's really what, you know, I've been learning. Uh, and, and I've really been reflecting on this week with the kids being out of the house. It's just like, man, we really got to, or I, let me own it for myself. I really have to stop allowing my joy to leave me. Because of the minor things, because of the little things that really have no significance and no power over my life, you know, um, and I just really need to do some self-reflection about why does that even bother me in the first place? Because I want to walk in happiness and enjoy and not be miserable. So anyways, that's what I want to share with you guys today. Just a little bit of what I've been, you know. Uh, thinking about reflecting on this past week with my kiddos back in school and just missing them and having mommy moments. So I hope you got something out of the podcast. It's always my prayer that you do. And if you want to connect with me, you can. I am on Facebook at Hannah's World. You can connect with me on Instagram at Hannah's World 00. And you can always send your listeners letters into Hannah's World zero zero at gmail.com. And then of course, to my YouTubers, if you like what you see, go ahead and share hit the like button um you can also hit the notification button so you can know whenever i drop a new video so until next time peace out world